put my SUV in park and looked at my dad. This is it, he said, while opening his door and stepping out. The first thing I noticed was all the barbed wire fence surrounding the entrance to the place. It was obviously put there to help prevent people from getting in. Just as I was thinking of giving up on this adventure, I noticed my dad was already underneath the fence, waiting on me. You sure it's okay to enter here? I asked hesitantly. It kind of looks like they don't want us to. Nah, my dad said. It'll be okay. I mean, I did used to go to church here. After hearing that, I couldn't let him go in alone, so I also crawled underneath the fence and made it safely to the other side. Now I know this is the start of every horror movie. Return to a place of the main character's past, sometimes breaking into it. Did I mention there may have been a no trespassing sign? I'm sure that isn't for this place. Come on, my dad said after I mentioned it. This was the church my dad grew up going to located right in the heart of Slabtown, South Carolina. Yes, it's a real place. The closer we got to the church, the more it felt like we were walking into another world. Now surrounded by large oak trees and tall grass, the road behind us was almost forgotten. In front of the church was a concrete staircase that was falling apart. Its white rails rusted and leaning different ways. This led to the church which from the front looked small, but once we got behind it, I realized that it was much bigger than it looked. It was solid white with two medium-sized windows, like you would see in most houses today. The two double doors that led inside looked like they had been broken into because one entire panel was missing from the bottom left of the door. What happened there? My dad asked while inspecting the door. I don't know. Looks like someone may have kicked the door in, I said. I wouldn't go in there for nothing, my dad said, as we started to walk towards the back side of the church. The deeper we went into this place, the stranger it got. Upon looking closer at the windows, a handprint could clearly be seen, almost like something or someone was stuck on the inside, trying their best to free themselves. I remember making sure my dad saw it as well, because at this point, we were both starting to get a very odd feeling. This was the Pickens Chapel, a once popular church while my dad was going to it as a kid. His mother would drive 30 minutes out of her way so that my dad could go to church with other family members that lived in the area. This was the first time he had set foot back in this place since he was a teen. As you can imagine, a stream of memories started flooding his mind. At one point, he motioned to the front of the church and said, There, right underneath the large Pickens Chapel sign, I remember my mother and I, with a few other family members, taking a picture. Man, it feels just like a few days ago. I could tell to an extent my dad was struggling. The memories of his past seemed to almost overwhelm him, this being a place he spent a ton of time at. His mother passed away suddenly in 2009, and ever since that time, as you can imagine, whenever he returns to a place he spent time with her at, his emotions hit him like a large brick being thrown in his face. We continued down the right side of the church, 
where we could see four more windows and what looked like a pipe we both assumed was for heating purposes. The outer walls were mostly cracked, and now the trees were starting to become part of the walls. Ivy now led inside one of the windows that my dad may or may not have seen something in. It actually looks like there's someone in there, he stated, while glancing into the window. Following what looked like an old car path that was now mostly covered with grass, we started to see what was behind the church. This was our real goal for this trip. I wanted to see the place I had heard so many times about. The place where my dad first experienced a supernatural event. This was no ordinary graveyard. The Pickens Cemetery was founded in 1777 and became the final resting place for many early pioneers who settled the area. A large number of soldiers of the revolution are also buried here. As we continued to get closer and closer to our destination, the forest continued to get thicker. It had been over 25 years since he had last been in this place, but somehow my dad still knew exactly how to get there. It was almost like this place was calling out to him, an old friend returning home once more. Before we knew it, the trees opened up to a field that was once open and clear, but now is overgrown and musty. At this point, we could see the beginning of the graveyard. We also noticed that the church had completely disappeared from our view behind us. It was like we were now inserted into another world, surrounded only by a thick tree line around us and the dead below. Pressure, unlike anything I've ever felt, started to overcome me. It was like something was pushing down on my chest and shoulders. Something doesn't seem right here, I stated, while walking closer to the graveyard. You feel the pressure too? My dad asked, surprised. It's like something trying to push you back, he said. We both stood there at this point, very aware that something seemed off. Can you see the very back middle part? My dad asked, pointing to a particular part of the graveyard. That is where we were when we first heard it. On that night... Things changed for me forever. When he was a senior in high school, one of my dad's favorite things to do was scare people. His plan was usually to convince his friends to meet him at graveyards, in which he would come early and hide behind a gravestone dressed as a vampire or a ghost. Once his friend arrived, he would jump out with perfect timing, terrifying his victims with fright. It didn't always go as planned, as you can imagine. The last time he was here was one of those times. His last attempt to scare someone was in this very place. It was the same plan as always. Convince someone to meet him at the graveyard at midnight, and he would hide and scare them. Along for the ride this time was one of his cousins, who met him at the graveyard about 20 minutes before midnight. When they arrived, they hid their cars so no one could see and started looking for the perfect place to hide. My dad picked the very back of the graveyard, right in the middle. It was the perfect place because you couldn't see him or his cousin. They got into position and waited for the victims to come down. There's something about the dark 
that really frightens most people. I guess it has to be the fear of the unknown and the heightened senses which make you hear every noise. This is why waking up in the middle of the night in order to get some water can turn into a horror movie when you start to hear something from the living room getting closer and closer. Thump, thump, thump. Closer and closer. Until finally, it's so close, you can see it in the darkness. Your cat wanted to know if you want to feed him again. No crazy clown or ghostly figure this time. Sorry to disappoint. As you can imagine, this feeling started to overwhelm them both the closer it got to midnight. That's when they first heard it. Help me, a voice said, coming from behind them. Did you hear that? My dad asked, staring into the black tree line behind him. Hear what? His cousin said. Help me. Somebody please, help me. The voice said again. Now it was clear to the both of them. Someone, or something, was behind them, calling for help. Please help me. Someone, please, moaned the voice again. The closer it got, the more clear it sounded. The voice of a little girl was now clear as day, moaning out from the thick, deep tree line behind them. They both took one look at each other and decided to bolt to their car as fast as they could, never looking back to see if the little girl finally appeared from the trees. Tripping over each other and running into tree limbs and bushes, they both finally made it back to their cars. It was then that they both decided to make a pact to where neither of them would tell the events that happened that night. They feared that people would either think they were crazy or just not believe them. Eventually, my dad shared the story with me. I can't remember exactly when or where it was. I only remember picturing myself in this place that night, turning around, looking into the trees behind me, and seeing the yellow eyes of a little girl reaching out, begging for help. He never actually saw anything that night with his cousin, but to him just hearing it was enough to make him want to never return to this place again. That is, until today. We had now been in this graveyard for about 15 or so minutes, and every time I looked at my dad, he seemed like he was reliving that night all over again. He even pointed out exactly where they were when they heard it, and showed the path they ran through in order to escape from the horror. At night, you can't see anything in front of you, including your own hand, he said, waving his hand in front of his face. So could you imagine running a dead sprint through this graveyard and past the church in complete darkness, he questioned. I looked away from him for a second to try and imagine what it was like for him on that night. That had to be terrifying, I said. Countless skinny trees were all throughout the graveyard, almost like a mini forest, yet with random headstones sprinkled throughout. The graves in front of us were some of the oldest I have seen, dating all the way back to the early 1800s. They'd been here for quite a while. Most were your standard medium-sized headstones that you see in most graveyards. Some of the older ones were taller, yet very skinny. 
Down tree limbs and weeds covered the place, but you could tell that someone was taking care of it. One major thing that I noticed were all the Confederate flags around some of the graves. The small flags on a stick you usually see at registers on the 4th of July. These were some of the soldiers who actually fought in the Civil War. This was something I had never seen before as well. I was actually surprised they were all left standing due to the fact that a lot of Confederate monuments have been taken down over the years. One of the things that really made this place stand out was that there was no real order to the headstones. About the only organization here was by families. Most were all tucked away together. Other than that, headstones were scattered all around in random places. There would be wide open areas with nothing but tall grass and a fallen branch, and then a few random headstones. We could even see some touching the tree line like they were forgotten long ago. The major difference about this place than others I have visited was the tree line. At this point, we were so tucked away from the rest of the world that even though a fairly busy road was almost touching the church, all you could hear was the wind and the trees dancing back and forth. It was like we were miles away from anything. We both got the feeling we were almost stuck there. Walking up and down this place, the feeling we both got only seemed to get stronger. Even writing this and thinking about the moment gives me chills. My dad has always played the tough guy role, and he is the toughest guy I know. So when he starts to describe how unsettled he was, red flags started going off for me. This was highly unusual for him, and that just added to the mystery of this place. It was almost like at any point, darkness could fall, and then it would just be us and the dead. At this point, we had seen enough of this place. We planned to go back at night in order to see what it was really like down there. On the way back, we saw a few more trespassing signs, and even one that said, hey, you're on camera. Because of this, we both decided it may be a better idea to get permission for the next time we go down there. We made our way back past the church, looking into it one last time, and headed back towards our car. Now you see what I was saying, my dad asked, while stepping into my vehicle. Yes, there is something very different and off about that place, I said. Just wait till we come back at night, he stated. It will be something you've never experienced before in your lifetime. It took a lot in order to get my dad to come back to the Pickens Chapel and his graveyard. Now I can see why. If it wasn't the events that he witnessed, it was probably the strange pressure you started feeling once you entered this place. That and the feeling of being watched would be something I'll never forget. No, we didn't see a witch riding her broom high above the graveyard, or even the ghost of a little girl calling for help one last time. But the strange feelings I got from this place made me realize that there was definitely something going on there. I don't know if it was how old it was, or that it was truly haunted. All I know is that I would never go back there alone. 
My question to you, the listener, is this. Do you believe in the supernatural? Is it possible for a place to be haunted and visited by things from another world? Is that graveyard haunted and should we return one night in order to truly see if the ghost of the little girl is still there? Let me know by commenting on the post about this episode on our Instagram at Origin Mysteries. Depending on your answers, we may just return to the Pickens Cemetery. This is Origin Mysteries. Experience the mysterious. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm really interested to see what you think about this episode, so please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference. Also, please reach out to me with your answers to my questions on Instagram at Origin Mysteries. If you enjoyed this episode and are still wanting more, join our Patreon by going to patreon.com originmysteries. There you will get instant access to bonus content, including more episodes only available on Patreon. If you're in need of a shirt or a coffee mug, check out our merch shop at teespring.com stores slash origin mysteries. Lastly, thanks again for subscribing and listening. You guys are the best. <laughs>